What's in the queue? 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 Well, and like, it's, it's not even like the ducking for yeah. for a replacement. Like, just the words are bonkers. Like, I don't even I don't even yeah. know some of the words that Siri's trying to put into my text messages. Well, like, and always changes like to A B D. What? Yeah. Like uh, Alpha Bravo Delta A B D. Yeah. That's not a word. We're right. It's and not. It's not a word in like. Just now, I English. typed gonna. And it changed it to bones. Okay. Like, kids settled, bones record. It tracks. I mean, honestly, you could use that, I guess. I don't know. That's why, like, it is now known as, like, Krishana texting, because I just give up. Like, I quit. Because, yeah. I, I, like, I'd have to go back through and change everything. Just try and figure it out. It'll be fun. It's a fun game now. And then if you can't, just say what? And then I'll go through and do it again. Right. I mean, that's that's nice. That's fair. <sighs> like, because sometimes I'll get a bug up my butt, and when I see the wrong word, I fix it, and yes. then I wait for it to pop back up in the bar again, and, and then, then I'll hold and delete it. And you tell yeah. the phone, no, Forget you are wrong. This. Yeah. You oh. are incorrect. Why well, would... Yeah. How was that banana? I mean, the banana was delicious. Do you always eat your bananas from the side like that? <laughs> I I make sure <laughs> to eat my bananas in the most unsexual ways. <laughs> it was like all teeth and direct eye contact. <laughs> and a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, honestly, there's a kink for everything, so I'm sure somebody's into that. Somebody. <laughs> but I appreciated the effort you put into that banana. Hey. <laughs> You're welcome. Also... <coughs> Hold on. <coughs> I had cinnamon go down the wrong pipe. Do you need mouth-to-mouth? -mouth? Maybe. <laughs> This would be really weird in the closet. Oh. Okay, sorry about that. Don't die, Emily! <laughs> I'm going to keep that cough in just for all that. <laughs> I, put um, some, I put some cinnamon on this dirty chai coffee that I made. It yeah. just went down the wrong pipe. Emily. And you're okay. And I'm fine. Excellent. I was also super enjoying uh, Gary and... Oh. The animal in the fireplace. There's there's something... We talked about it the last episode. There is something in the fireplace. Yeah. I don't know if I need to, like... Because it's a, it's a fake... It's a gas fireplace. Like, yeah. I don't know if I need to turn off the gas and take the thing out and see if there's an animal carcass back there or something. But I don't I know. I feel like maybe it's up... Oh, like up the chimney or something? Yeah. Okay. I think I might need to call a guy. I'm going to call a guy. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to call a guy. I mean, you could always, like, get some sort of trap. Yes. And, like, stick some yummy treat and like, see. Like, like maybe it'll just come down. It's possible. Or just... Or my dog will just get to it and eat it. That's true. Yeah. He's currently downstairs it, whining. Oh, God. Can you hear him? <clears throat> I did. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, he's just... He, and I put it up on my Instagram. He's been sit. He will sit... At the ready in front of the fireplace for hours on end right now. Right. So and there I'm, is something in there. Well, and I made the comment to you about maybe he's staring at his own reflection. <laughs> and? Well, because, like, I've tried holding him up in front of the... Because 
okay, maybe I hold Gary like a baby and maybe I say who's a cute dog in the mirror. I would. And Gary will not look at his reflection in the mirror. And I think it's because of that like direct eye contact thing that dogs have where like it's a power play to have direct <laughs> eye contact. So he's like power playing himself. He's like, no. I cannot. I, I cannot. No. I'm like, no, but look at how cute you are. No, I must not. <sighs> Gary's a hoot. I love Gary. Yes. And Gary and my future child. Your future fur baby. Yeah. Yes. I hope that they're the best of friends. I hope so, too. I hope Gary calms the heck down around other dogs. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe Which because... Which maybe introducing him to your... Yeah. As a puppy. Frenchie. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Gary can claim dominance. It's possible. And then they'll just... It's very possible. I want to introduce Gary to the backyard neighbors. Yeah. Dogs that we've become friends with. Yeah. One, because if we don't latch their gate, one of their dogs knows how to bounce the gate enough to get in. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so we're going to have to introduce you guys. Yeah. Because the, the one that bounces the gate to get in, like, she's a puppy. She's like a four months puppy. Yeah. But she's like a Great Dane puppy. So Ooh. she's a giant puppy. And so, like, I just, and after Gary's attack last year, yeah. I just don't want him to over, be overly aggressive around a young dog. Right. Because he just, he will just go all out. Right. After the, after having that experience. He's just, like, having, like, like PTSD flashbacks. flashbacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gary. He's going to need Xanax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, he would just be so chill. Like, I mean, he is. He, he is chill. a chill dog. Yeah. Except for, like, the five minutes when somebody comes to the house. Yeah. Or, like, when there's a squirrel in the fireplace. Exactly. <sighs> so. So. Does it feel like Monday to you? No, it's second Sunday. It is definitely second Sunday. I wish that everybody could have summer off when their kids are off. Or, I wish we would just go to that year-round school thing where we got, like, two weeks off in the fall, two weeks off in the summer, two weeks off in the spring, and then, like, four weeks off in the summer. But we would never get that time off, you realize that. Oh, yeah, good point. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish we were more like, um, was it Italy? Like, Italy, very chill. A lot of of Europe just, things just slow down in, like, late July, early August. Mm. And everybody's just like... That's hot. Let's get out of here. Yeah. 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 And they take like two hour lunches. And... Yeah. Eat dinner at nine o'clock at night. God, that sounds so good. My mom's so excited for her trip. <sighs> Listeners, my mom's house sitting in Italy coming up here pretty soon for like six weeks. No big deal. Just whatever. She's just going to rent a little car and drive around Tuscany. Right. Just whatever. And my cousins are getting ready to go in like two, three weeks. Wait, they're going to be there same time. Yeah. We should get contact information for them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We'll do that when we're not recording. <laughs> her name is, and her phone number, and her address. <laughs> so, hey. Hey. This is What's in the Keel. With Krishana and Emily. That is us. How you doing? How doing? Yeah? Getting a little warm. Yes. Getting a little. But we can't turn on a fan. Because then all we would hear is... Yes. Uh, I'm thinking I will eventually be one of those women that, like, I'm going to carry a little portable fan around my neck. I've seen those, and those are handy. 
Have you seen the ones that's not, that you can put on your phone? Yes. I don't feel like it's going to I don't feel like that's enough. enough for you. No, you need the one that you put like some 550 cord on and yeah. it just hangs right here. Yeah. And just blows up. Ugh. Yeah. Because there, there was a, a girl at the Kroger I used to shop at. Yeah. And she had one of those. And nice. she was still hot and sweaty, but she was like, if I didn't have this, I would die. Oh, yeah. I worked with a chick yeah. that, I mean, year round, she wore like no sleeves. Yeah. And shorts. And had two fans blowing on her while yes. she worked, and she was still sweating. There's I'm just like, there's just some metabolic. It's not lifestyles fair. out there. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't have that. I'm cold like all year. If it's yeah. 97 and and like 92 percent humidity, I'm great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm great. Mm-hmm. I see. I'm this weird amoeba. Like, I get once I'm hot, I'm like, I'm hot. There's no getting. There's no getting over yeah. it. Yeah. But. Then I have the exact opposite. Wintertime, two blankets, two pairs of socks, mm-hmm. sweatpants, long sleeve shirt, hoodie, hat, yes. still shivering. Under the covers. Yeah. Next to the the man yeah. who is probably in his boxers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should tell him he's a terracotta pot. You should. Oh, he'll hear it. Uh, yeah. He'll hear it eventually. <laughs> so, today... We thought we would craft and make some tinfoil hats. Yes. Um, and then they were too loud. Yes. So we don't have those with us, but they're with us in the spirit. I mean, like, I have them. They're just yeah. not in the closet with us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if you could, like, take, you know, those gigantic Hershey kisses? Just, yeah. like, cut the bottom, slide the Hershey kiss out, and then it's kind of like a yam. Like a, pre- a pre-made one? Yeah. Or you could just get some tinfoil. But then you get the bonus of the chocolate. Oh, that's true. Fair enough. Good point. <laughs> and I could probably kill that in a day. I like chocolate. By lunch. Uh, yeah. I, could I mean, let's be real here. I could take it down in an hour. <laughs> um, so we decided to go with Patient 17. And this is two weeks in a row that we're back to back into Netflix. Yeah. Hey, Netflix, have you been listening to us? Did you Aww. did you increase your documentaries for us? Because you do care. You do listen. Aww. Aww. We love you. Dun-dun. Um This is interesting. I had heard about this documentary a few years ago. Oh. Listening to a podcast called Bizarre States. Okay. Pardon me. With uh, Jessica Chobot and Andrew Bowser. And, I mean, Bizarre States, it's exactly like the name says. They just talk about spooky shit and weird shit and fun shit. Ooh. Right? Uh, a lot of poop. But, I mean, poop happens. Everyone should talk about it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but they had Jeremy Corbell, the director, they had him on there to discuss, like, how the filming was going for this, everything that he was doing, that he was doing for this. Like, and this was, this was back in, like, 2015. So this was, like, as he was working on all this yeah so that was that was a fun listen they still have that in their archives if you want to go check that out it's in uh, it's in bizarre states um it's it's a good show i like it it's a good show yeah definitely so but (laughs) it's a short doc but it's yeah it's got uh, i don't want to say it's a bad doc because it's not a bad documentary no it's a dry documentary yeah and i found myself although intrigued i was like notes wise it went from like you know nothing really that great to put down yeah to crazy science words and 
yes. ET words and, you know, so that, you know. Yeah, my notes got a little bit crazy towards yeah. the uh, isotopic analysis side of the documentary. <sighs> yeah. Now, okay, here's my question. Yeah. If we had not very recently just watched Becoming Bond yeah. and have had fallen in love with the reenactment style yeah. of documentary, would we have enjoyed this a little bit more? Like if... Uh, I, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. I learned some stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, as just as far as, like, notes-wise. Got it. It's kind of, like, you know, it's more just one you just watch and enjoy. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, and either you're super into the content or you're like, okay. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um. So, basically, the documentary covers a guy... That's going by the name of Patient 17, just mm-hmm. for anonymity's sake, he's not releasing his name. Um, he has had a piece of metal in his leg mm-hmm. since he was a child. Yeah. He had some experiences that he would consider alien. Yeah. Um, uh, abduction-like experiences, uh, trance-like experiences, um, just feeling violated experiences. Yeah. Um, and so... He started investigating this little piece of metal in his leg, got linked up with a guy named Dr. Roger Lear, who is, uh, basically, he, he was the foremost surgeon studying implant devices of non-terrestrial origin. Yeah. He Alien was like, shit, man. Yeah, he was headlining, trying to find physical proof. Of aliens and abductions and the things that they're doing. Of what, the, yeah, of what they're doing to us. Yeah. I don't want to say I don't believe him. I feel like he's very, he was de- very dedicated to his craft. Yeah. Uh, can I say one thing? They reference a little Coast to Coast AM. Oh, they sure do. Um, I love their intro music. I want our intro music to be like that. I thought that. I was like. Once I started hearing that, I'm like, this is exactly what like- Krishana wanted. <laughs> and that's why I love you. <laughs> but yeah, well, um but I mean there's some websites out there that you can buy music off of to use for purposes like this. So uh, let's go look into that. Oh, yeah. And we'll just give ourselves shirts. Yeah. And shout outs. Shouts shouts outs. Um yeah, so yeah, no, I mean the documentary starts with this pretty graphic surgery of patients of of Dr. Lear removing this whatever this, from patient 17's leg. Uh, like it was, I would say probably smaller than a BB. Uh, what it reminded me of was when you microchip your animals. Oh. That's what it reminded me of. Okay. Uh, rice, about rice size. Yeah. Um, dark in color. Uh-huh. Different from the flesh that it was embedded in. Right. Uh, I mean. Kind of deep in there. Kind of deep in there. But at the same time, patient 17 didn't have any exit, like any point of entry wound like you would, like we would have if humans were doing surgery on each other. Yeah. Or like a little scar, you know, if it were. Scar tissue, something. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing Nothing. of that. Um, Patient 17, uh, you know, being a small child, he remembers uh, being abducted, although at that time he did not see a UFO, but. Just the feeling of his clothes being pulled on and him being lifted yeah. up into the sky. Um, and then 
a situation in Las Vegas. Which I wanted to crack the joke of, yeah, honey, a lot of us have seen aliens in Vegas. Yeah. But it was genuinely like he felt transported, basically. That's that's the kind of vibe I got yeah. from it. Like yeah. con- controlled and transported to a point, to the point where he was able to mentally say no Get out of basically like Ray in The Force Awakens. Get out of my head. Yep, that's a Star Wars reference. Check it off the list. Just like when Kylo was trying to get into her head, and she was like, "No, get out." Right. Like he was able to bump him, basically. Exactly. Um, and just to kind of really get through Patient Seventeen, um, he did get that removed, um, and they were kind of talking to him about these aliens, beings, whatever you want to call them. Um, and you know, he was saying, you know, what if, what if this isn't from this planet? Like, what if it wasn't like you were a kid and you fell in a piece of rock? Piece of tonk truck. Yeah. Um, and he's like, well, I'm a Christian. So that would pretty much blow up my whole religion and my faith and kind of how messed up that would be which would it though because like the entire time the christian church has been around it's like well no god is in charge of everything yeah so wouldn't that be everything everything right now god okay i did not break our lookup rule but i remember reading a story about a, it was a priest or a bishop or something he got excommunicated for saying well, if there's life on other planets, God's obviously created them too. So, like, right. we're all in this together. Like, the church excommunicated him for that. Wow. Yeah. I know. <sighs> Sounds very egotistical. Right? Just a little bit. <laughs> um. Okay, so, yeah. Like, and by the end of the doc, Patient 17 is like, look, I don't even care anymore. I'm just glad this chapter of my life is over. I want out. Like... I, I don't want to do any of this anymore. Yeah. Well, I like the references that, like, when he was talking about the aliens, too, um, he was like, um, what did he say? Oh, they're sinister. They're, they're, uh, space gangsters. Yeah. Um, you know, they're just man up. Don't be cowards sneaking, taking people and making the, you know, erasing their memories and the catch and release program. Yeah. What, uh, if, we, what if we are just fish? To another species. I mean... Right? Well, he made the reference to a kid doing the magnifying glass on the ant. Yeah. Well, we're literally doing that to something teeny tiny. Yeah. Some, why wouldn't something do that to us? Right. Yeah. It, you know, we're, we're, yeah, we're he, bullies of Earth. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah. It's kind of how it goes. Yeah. Um. So, let's... Get into a little of uh, Dr. Lear. Yeah, and especially his team. Because uh, uh. there was a reveal later on in the documentary that I wrote in all caps and I, like, screamed at the screen for. Um, so Dr. Lear... Dr. Lear's been doing these surgeries for decades now. Um, typically, he removes nanotech chips from people. Um, he thinks the extraterrestrials are manipulating us and studying us. Kind of, again, like the catch and release program. Yeah, like a mind control thing almost, too. yeah. Well, kind of like how you shine a light in a frog's eyes. What happens? It just freezes. Oh, like deer in a headlight. Like deer in a headlight. Oh, I guess that's a better reference. But no, but like if you go gigging frogs, like you shine a light on the frog and the frog doesn't move and then you go get the frog and you eat the frog. Aw. I don't know that I would enjoy a frog. That's fair. <laughs> I, I barely like to pick them up. <laughs> um, the other guy I definitely want to talk about, mm. this dude, 
Stephen Colburn. He's a um, material scientist for carbon nanotubes. Yeah, that's his. That's his specialty. Um, I'm gonna use some air quotes for that. You think so? Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I am lost in my notes for um, Stephen. Well, Stephen's kind of like Dr. Weir's oh, right yes. hand scientist man. Yeah. Would that be it's, a, it's his it's his go to say okay, so he'd be like the scully to Mulder, but like less objective, but like that's his that's his go to science guy. Yeah, yeah. Um and basically Steve is like running all the tests yeah, they, uh, to test the, the, the microchip or whatnot that was inside patient 17. Right. They do scanning electron microscopy. Uh, there's an isotopic analysis. There is, uh, there's one other analysis as well. But basically, they, they like, they map it at a, at a micro level. Yeah. Um, so what they say? Almost uh, uh, on the atomic level? Yeah. Darn near down to the atomic level. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and... and what they what they end up finding is pretty fucked up. Um, I wrote down a chunk of them. Oh, I got all of them. Okay, so the broad spectrum analysis uh, was basically that it was an amalgamation of a ton of different elements. Yeah. The element and and I'll I'll list the elements. Okay, get ready. Boron, sodium, magnesium, aluminum, silicon, phosphorus, arsenic, uh, microbium, potassium, calcium, titanium, uh, chromium, manganese, uh, meteoric iron, cobalt, nickel, zinc, uh, germanium, gallium, and zirconium, palladium, uh, molly... molybdenum? Sure, that's the one thing. Um, ianthium, rhodium, barium, hafnium, tantalum, tungsten, thallium, rhenium, and lead. And arsenic. Oh, yeah, and there's arsenic, too. That was and then I put lots of stuff. That's, yes. <laughs> no, okay, so basically there was a total of 36 elements. Um, generally, if you have an alloy, which is a combination of, of different different elements and metals, uh, it's like five things. Yeah. Any more than that is a bit excessive. Right. Like, we just, we, we don't have the ability to do that on a micro scale. Uh, on a multiple device scale like right. you could do it but it's going to be so expensive that why would you do it right 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 now what gets weird is the isotopic analysis now i'm in my science this zone. is all emily this is I, emily's science i'm zone. just okay. gonna chime in every once in a great while so an isotope is basically okay so you have you have an element mm -hmm. um in the core in the core in the nucleus of the element is uh, protons and neutrons. Protons are what defines like the number of protons in the nucleus defines what element it is: hydrogen versus calcium versus nitrogen, etc., etc., etc. Right now, the weight of that of that element is defined by the neutrons. Neutrons are there are neutral charges. There are no charge to it, so that just gives uh, that just gives the element its weight. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what happens is if you, an, an isotope is an element that has a different weight than what it normally is. Mm -hmm. um, and over time, the element is trying to get back down to its, its normal weight, entropy, whatever. Okay. So there's a range of isotopes that's normal for earth. Like it's what we generally see here. Mm -hmm. If you find something above or below that range, it probably came from somewhere else. 
i.e., you know, a rock hitting Earth. Aliens coming to Earth? I don't know. Whatever. Um, So, basically, patient 17 sample showed ranges out of Earth averages by, like, 2.5%. Like, this is a huge variation, okay? And the standard deviation, like, the acceptable amount of variation in these tests Uh was, like, 1.7 or something like that. Like, it was a very low standard deviation. Like, it's really cool. Thank you, Emily's Science Corner. <laughs> that was you the... are being wasted at your current job. Yeah, no, I know that. You gotta get away from there. I was a dumbass. Go make us proud. I go. was a dumbass and got a degree in anthropology. Like... Rule the world. Go, go, shoot, shoot, shoot. Take me with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, what she so, said. So basically, at the end of all this analysis. Done by a third party, uh, paid to do it, cannot legally change these results. Company, no, like the yeah. the fines alone would bankrupt yeah. a company if they if they did stuff like this. Uh-huh. Um, Steve Colburn, uh, science dude for Doctor Lear, yeah. feels pretty comfortable calling this a device of non-terrestrial origin. Yeah. Now that's a bit. You remember when we talked about War of the Worlds, mm-hmm. and there was that mistranslation of canals versus channels yeah with like one suggesting human involved or like sentient being involvement versus yeah. the others like oh that's just a natural formation yeah saying device is a similar thing like that puts a lot of weight onto this item right yeah because when i think device i'm like okay so it's something that you can turn on and it, it does stuff it you. does things yeah yeah not like I don't know, a tiny sliver from... A chunk of rock. Yeah. Because, I mean, I know when I was in school, I played kickball. Right. And I slid into second base, which on concrete is stupid. Not Why would I do idea. that? I had a rock in my knee. Yeah. For a good long while before I got it pried out. Yeah. Both of my yeah. knees had to be scraped out. Yes. From the hospital. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I totally You know. get it. Um, right. So, and here's where, you know, the hubs was watching this with me. Not and we're both like if if alien beings are such an advanced species, mm-hmm. why would they need to put ten million things in here to control you? Right. So we we're like, I the device word is not a good word. Yes and no. Um, I mean, because, again, like did many... his leg like spasm out? Well, he did talk about mood control, yeah. but is that? Is that an alien device or is that just bipolar? Right. I don't know. Right. I can't make that. I can't make those allegations. Right. That's all allegedly. That's yeah. not, you know, those are just examples. Uh, well, and my favorite, my favorite little part was right before he was getting this removed out of his leg. He put the stud finder up to his leg. <laughs> it went off. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Mm, I found a stud. Yeah. <laughs> he was kind of, apparently he was like six foot nine. Yeah, he did look like a giant. Shut up. You know, shout, shout out, tall guy. Yeah. Hey, fellow giants. Hey. <laughs> giants, check in. Um, so, now, okay, after the spectral analysis, after the isotopic analysis, they drop a fucking truth bomb in this documentary that made me want to throw the documentary away and say, well, none of this is objective anymore. Uh, Steve Colburn, 
is a patient of Dr. Valier's. Yeah. He was patient number 15. Yeah. The whole time he was talking, the, the whole time that Colburn was talking to patient 17, yeah. he was like, well, have you read my analysis of patient 15? It's pretty good. You should check it out. Motherfucker, you're 15. Yeah. You're not objective in this anymore. Get the fuck out of here. Right. Right. I got angry. Well, I was getting I got, angry a lot. I got all caps, half oh, pigeon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we forgot a tiny snippet of information. Right before all this information came oh, out, yeah. Dr. Lear died he of a heart attack. Definitely did not get to see the results of this. Aha. Uh-huh. Was it murder? Did the alien gangsters do it? Say yes, so now we have Star Wars and murder. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, okay, so after all, after Dr. Lear's team, Mm -hmm. namely Steven, uh, you know, got the results back from this analysis, um, Jeremy, the director, takes the lab report to a guy (gasps) who's, I'm assuming it's his Twitter handle, goes by Nanoman. Um, the credits list him as Christopher C. Yeah. He's a military-funded nanophysicist. Nerd alert, nerd alert, nerd alert. Yeah. I don't know why you didn't nerd alert me earlier when I was going off about isotopic analysis and standard deviation. I was just enjoying deviation. it so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, a, 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 another, I guess, potentially third party. I don't know if this guy's patient 16. I don't right, know right. anymore. I don't know anything anymore. Um, he says, as a nanophysicist expert, this sample is definitely not a rock. It yeah. is definitely not of terrestrial origin. It does not come from Earth originally. Yeah. And he has no explanation for why you would need to put this many elements into a rice-shaped device. Right. Yeah. So many sciencey words in this documentary. I loved it. Yeah. Well, and 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 it's it's the nano man, it's the nanophysicist who goes into this whole thing about how the arsenic and the in the yttrium right they're super poisonous i guess yttrium is used for um uh superconductors yeah which i don't even i don't know what a superconductor i don't either i don't, I don't know a lot of this crap <laughs> that was the one thing that i i'm assuming it's just a powerful device to uh channel electricity that's what that's why right I, well and i think they were saying guess. too that the level of arsenic was rather high which like would poison him, which right. could explain some of the feelings of paranoia. Right. But again, just... how did this device get into his leg? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, no, like... Well, not... and then, so here we get to the point where the director was wanting to get the sample... Yes. And get it tested further because he ran into some other scientists showing the paperwork that there. some of them were like, nah, it's probably made here. Or it, the, you can't rule out the possibility yeah. that it, it is terrestrial in origin. Right. Like, there's their standard deviation definition for what is it, what, what an acceptable range is was like, well, I mean, it's weird, but it's not right. unheard of. Right. So he wanted to meet up with Steve to... Get the sample, you know, that was taken from patient 17. Technically, it's patient 17's property. Yeah. Unless he signed a paper. I don't know about that. That didn't yeah. read the fine print on. Right. Um, for months, he was trying to get a hold of Steve. Couldn't get in touch with him. It was kind of Ch- like, like he... Ch- changed his number, moved. Yeah. Got abducted. I don't know. Maybe 
the sample broke out of the little petri dish that it was in crawled oh my god and went into it's a symbiote. steve it's a symbiote this is a, this is basically a trailer for venom yeah here we go steve if you're out there are you okay <laughs> just i mean just like just like one tweet just let us know you're okay yeah okay um that would explain why the document documentary is so short yeah he probably had like another 30 minutes planned and it was like well fuck well yeah he was probably gonna take it to some like three other UCLA labs yeah. or so, you know a big name place to try and get them what to do you look mean seal it? labs in was it pasadena Boca Raton, nope el yes. segundo california you don't trust seal labs no i don't <laughs> i don't trust the lab that the dude claiming yeah. aliens is legit if maybe if, that's not even a real place how do we know i mean they did show a sign for outside a building but how easy is it to buy a sign outside yeah. of a building how easy is it to just make it's an a llc shell corp it is for the aliens for the aliens <laughs> or is it the robots trying to blame the aliens well i mean we know, we know about the war between the lizard people and the greys and yeah. how they're both trying like the greys want to help us uh -huh. defend us from the lizard people but the lizard people are like well no we need their livers yeah <sighs> mm. i will say during that one show that we watched during that one scene and then that one other one was like hey and then i was like i kind of felt bad for the things in which we were watching are you talking about solo Maybe. Are you still saying not so... But by the time this comes out, it will be two weeks from now. Yeah. So. But I'm just saying. Okay. We're going to stay spoiler free for another week? Yeah. That's fair. That's that's very nice of you. Thank you. Yeah. 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 So, but that one moment, I was like, hmm, I kind of feel bad. Okay. For all my hate speech. Right. <laughs> Oh, that moment. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, I felt bad about my hate speech. That's slightly. fair. Yeah, but they're not all going to be like that character. Yeah. Yeah. You know exactly what we're talking about. All right, let's get out of here. This is a, it's a shorty, but yeah. it's a short doc. Yeah. Honestly, I would watch it. Watch yeah, it I mean, to if show. You, if you're into alien-y stuff. Yeah. If, yeah, if you're into the alien stuff, definitely watch it. Check it out. Um, Just know that. I personally no longer believe anyone that this director talked to for this documentary anymore because of Stephen Stephen Colburn slash Patient Seventeen Fifteen Stephen Colbert. Oh no, I still trust Stephen Colbert <laughs> for well, now until we find out he's a robot. Here we go, and here's that thing: do do we not believe because that's the way they made it so that we don't really find the truth in the aliens? Hmm. Mm. Just to send you a little tiny further bit down that rabbit hole that you're looking in through your tinfoil hat. We're right there with you guys. Hmm. Interesting. Um, all right. Well, yeah. um, you know, the aliens are probably running all of social media, but you should still follow us anyway. Because <laughs> um, we're fun. We like you. You like us. Yeah. Uh, at What's in the Queue for Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Find us on Facebook, What's in the Queue. Send us emails. The aliens are definitely reading all of our emails, but you should still email us. Um, yeah. What's in the queue at gmail.com. Um, eat bananas because potassium is good for you. Eat them sideways while making aggressive direct eye contact. Yeah, make sure that you, like, give like yourself a on the double cabbage. chin and you, like, bug out your eyes really yeah. good. All teeth. Yeah. Show nothing but teeth. Yeah. Do it. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.